Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, all attempts to stop the vicious attack on the World Peace Federation from appearing in the Daily Planet seem doomed, even as Superman fights desperately to save the life of its publisher, John Grayson. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, this week's pet dish of the week sure is hitting a lot of home runs for a lot of appetites. Makes breakfast a big league affair. It's a pep double play, right in tune with the times and with your taste. Now, uh, here's the idea. You pour half your regular serving of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, in the bottom of your bowl. Then uh, add a juicy layer of fresh blackberries, chilled in sugar. Finish off with more pep, add cool milk, and pitch into your pep double play. What a team. That double layer of pep peps up the berries like anything. Sure, pep sets the pace with that catchy, so good flavor that gives your appetite the old come on. Because pep is crisp and tender and light. Why, Kellogg's pep always tastes so terrific, you don't waste any time finishing off every crisp spoonful in your bowl, which is particularly important these days when the cereal grains are being sent to fellows and girls all over the world. So, gang, when Mom brings Kellogg's pep home from the grocers, keep this in mind. Eat all your pep. Don't waste it. And now, the adventures of Superman. Working undercover, a munitions magnate named Rufus Pelly is conspiring to discredit the World Peace Federation because its aim is to prevent wars. Secretly, he arranged for a mysterious individual named Homer Smith to appear at the Metropolis Daily Planet as the personal representative of John Grayson, publisher of the paper, and through him ordered editor Perry White to launch a vicious campaign against the Peace Federation. White refused, and that day he disappeared. Baffled by the sudden alarming turn of events and convinced that publisher Grayson held the key to the mystery, Clark Kent, after an unsuccessful attempt to see him, learned from Mrs. Grayson that he had set out to sea in a little cabin cruiser as a hurricane was approaching. As Superman, Kent plucked the half-drowned publisher from the fury of a storm-tossed sea and carried him to the nearest village. Then, resuming his guise of Clark Kent, he brought him to Dr. Agnew, the village physician, and helped apply artificial respiration. As we continue now at Grayson's bedside, the publisher has not yet responded to treatment. Listen. Something you can do to bring him around, Doctor? I've done all I can, Mr. Kent. I can't do any more without the patient's cooperation. What do you mean? The physician can only do so much. In order for his efforts to be successful, the patient must have a strong will to recover. But I don't believe that Mr. Grayson wants to get well. Oh, now, look, Doctor. As a matter of fact, I'm certain of it. Do you know any reason why Mr. Grayson shouldn't want to get well? Yes, I think I do, Doctor. He's been living in great fear recently. Really? In fear of what? Of a certain man, and perhaps of others. You see, his fear made him... Well, it made him betray his conscience, his friends, and his country. Oh? Maybe that made him so ashamed that he went out into that hurricane this morning, hoping he wouldn't come back. Very likely. 
Well, that explains his lack of will. I'm afraid there's nothing more any man can do for him, Mr. Kent. Maybe there is. What do you mean? Maybe I can give John Grayson a will to get well. You? Yes. Look, Doctor, can he hear me? He can if he'll make the effort. But he's got to. There's more than his life at stake here, much more, and time is running out fast. Just one thing. Yes? You must give me your word that whatever you hear me say must be kept in strict confidence, Doctor. Why, of course, Mr. Kent, you can rely on me. Thank you. Here goes, then. Mr. Grayson, listen to me. Perry White has disappeared, and the Daily Planet is beginning a campaign against the World Peace Federation. Do you hear me, Mr. Grayson? Perry White has disappeared, and your own newspaper is sabotaging the World Peace Federation. You think he hears me, Doctor? His pulse rate is up slightly, Mr. Kent. It is? I think you're beginning to penetrate. Oh, good. Listen to me, Mr. Grayson. You've got to help us find Perry White. And you must stop... Urgently, Clark Kent keeps talking, trying desperately to rouse the half-conscious newspaper publisher and restore in him the will to live. Meanwhile, in Lois Lane's office at the Daily Planet, the girl reporter and Jimmy Olsen are nervously pacing the floor. What time is it now, Jim? Uh, 11.30. In half an hour, the planet will be on the streets with that vicious attack against the Peace Federation. What'll we do? We can't do anything, Miss Lane. Oh, if only Mr. Kent were here. A lot of help he is, always, when he's needed most. He's not even around. I'm sure he's trying to do something. Jim. Maybe... Gosh, maybe... Maybe what? I think I've got an idea. You have? Yes, it may not work, but, well, it's worth a try. Come on with me. Where? Down to the press room. I want to see Boris Archenko. Because the Daily Planet has a reputation for being honest, thousands of people will believe this dirty, lying, page-one editorial against the World Peace Federation. Sure, I'm not dismissing. And if the United States doesn't support the Federation, there'll be another war, sure as you're born. Ah, I'm not discussing. Mr. Ken, tell me, can be peace only if all countries be friends and trust each other? That's right. But what can Boris do? Well, you, you're the foreman down here, aren't you? Sure, I am foreman. And uh, you can do anything you want with the, uh, the presses and, and, and everything else, can't you? How do you mean? Hey, you mean for Boris... Gosh, Miss Lane, you don't... I mean we've got to stop this vicious lying attack on the Peace Federation somehow, anyhow. Hey, look, Boris understand, Miss Lane. Maybe can do. You will, Boris? I will try, but... Better you go upstairs quick now. Every couple minutes, Mr. Smith, he stick his nose in. Okay. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Come on, Jim. Oh, there goes the insurance company clock, Miss Lane. Twelve o'clock noon. I know, Jim. Oh, dear. Well, what's the matter now? Come here to the window. See? The trucks are leaving with the noon edition. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess that means Boris couldn't stop the presses or whatever he was going to do. In a few minutes, a million copies of that terrible editorial will be on the stand. Quiet, Jim. Oh, go away, Beanie. Whatever it is, we don't want any. I ain't selling nothing. I'm just bringing a copy of the paper. That's what I mean. Take it away. And get fired? Nothing doing. I got orders to put a copy of every edition on every reporter's desk, and that's what I'm doing. Here's your copy, too, Jim. Okay, okay. Thanks, Beanie. You're welcome, Miss Lane. 
Gee, Wallaker says the roof's gonna blow off around here pretty soon. Wow. What do you mean? Take a look at page one. Boy, ain't I glad I ain't working on a playbook. What's he talking about? Why, he's wacky. He's got a hole in the head. Just the same. Jim, look. Huh? What? Smith's editorial. Oh, I don't want to see the sleeping lizards. It's all inked out. Jim, Boris must have done something to the rollers to ink out the editorial on the whole edition. Hot dog. Good old Boris. We stopped Mr. Smith after all. You mean Boris did? Oh, Jim, this is wonderful. Boris, now. Nice going. Boris, you're wonderful. You're just about the most wonderful man I... You mean I'm dead duck, Miss Lane. Huh? What do you mean? Mr. Smith come to press room just now. He say, Boris, you are rat. You ink out editorial on purpose, no? Uh-oh. And I say, Sure. Boris see two world war. You see family, friends, all killed. Not want to see more wars. Only way not have war is have World Peace Federation. Oh, so, what do he say to that? He say, we finish Peace Federation. No one done can stop us. Then he say, mad like anything. You are fired from here, Boris. I got new foreman. You be out here in five minutes, or new foreman, he shoot you for trespass. Oh, shoot no. you? The, the impress room is now new foreman, five, six other top fellas. All of them got guns. Guns? Da, da, Mr. Smith say, you leave quick, Morris. What? He say to other pressmen, editorials must go in next edition. Anybody who try to do something funny like Boris, these fellas shoot him down like dirty dog. How do you like that, huh? Good heavens. And the next edition goes to press in two hours. And it'll have Smith's editorial on page one. We're licked again, Miss Lane. And this time... For good. Dismayed, Lois Lane, Jimmy Olsen, and Boris Archenko shake their heads, seeing no possible way to stop the crafty Homer Smith from sabotaging the World Peace Federation. What will happen now? We'll know in a moment when we return for the exciting climax of today's episode. So stand by. Say, what's the lowdown on breakfast at your house? Do you eat the sort of meal that helps start your day in high? Well, here's the dope about as delish a dish as you could wish. One that'll tease your appetite so that you can hardly wait to dig in. It's Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. The light, crisp cereal that's a bright spot at any breakfast table. And when you pour on cool milk and sugar and start to spoon it up, what a come on you get. Your appetite sure wakes up smiling when your spoon comes up rippling with cool, catchy flavor. Yes, sir, you can really latch onto those crisp, tender flakes of Kellogg's Pep. They're solid senders. Make breakfast the kind of meal that you're glad to get up for every morning because Pep's a smacking, whacking good. And as you spoon up all that slick Pep flavor, you get the good out of Pep's hearty whole wheat nourishment plus. So eat it all up, gang. Polish off your morning dish of Kellogg's Pep clean as a whistle. You know, nowadays, we're sending the cereal grains to help give good nourishment to fellows and girls overseas. Think of that when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers. You're on the beam if you eat all your pep. Don't waste it. In a small coastal village 100 miles from Metropolis, in the home of Dr. Agnew, Clark Kent has been trying desperately to rouse the half-conscious John Grayson, publisher of the Daily Planet. Again and again, Kent has reminded him of his great responsibilities. As we rejoin them now... A shudder runs through the publisher's body. Look, his eyes opened a little then. And he moved. Yes, his pulse is getting much stronger. Coming around fine now, thanks to you, Mr. Kent. Good. Keep talking to him. Right. Don't let him lapse back into a coma. Oh, you bet I won't. It's far too much at stake. Listen to me, John Grayson. You've got to help us find Perry White. Do you hear me, Grayson? Do you hear me? 
Well, He's well, trying to speak. He's conscious now. Good. Answer me, Mr. Grayson. Do you want the responsibility for the lives of millions of men, women, and children who die in the next war? Do you? No. Well, then talk. Where is Perry White? Come on, come on, snap out of this. Quickly, tell me. Where is Perry White? Think, Mr. Grayson, think. Where is Perry White? I'm afraid you're crowding the men too hard, too fast, Mr. Kent. I'm sorry, but there's so little time, Doctor. We've got to find... Nevertheless, it's better getting the information you want a little later than not getting it at all, isn't it? Yes, I suppose you're right. I am, believe me. For best results, I suggest you take it easy. All right, Doctor, let's try it again. Look, Mr. Grayson, please listen carefully and try to understand how important... Worried about what may be happening to his friend and editor, and anxious to solve the mystery of John Grayson's peculiar behavior before irrevocable damage is done to the cause of world peace, Clark Kent represses his impatience and continues his efforts to make the weakened publisher talk. What will happen... Tomorrow's episode is tense and exciting, gang. So don't miss a minute of it. Remember to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, what makes a famous name famous? Well, Kellogg is famous as the greatest name in cereals. And one reason is Kellogg's shredded wheat. Those are the plump, tender biscuits made to fit your breakfast bowl. Fifteen. Fifty of them in every package, each biscuit toasted just right and full up with natural nut-sweet flavor. And Mom knows Kellogg's shredded wheat is good for you, too. Sure, this is whole wheat. So remember Kellogg, gang. Ask Mom for Kellogg's shredded wheat. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.